Before today's episode, I wish to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and recognise their continued connection to the beautiful land and sea. I'd also like to pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging, and I extend this acknowledgement to the traditional owners of the land my listeners are on. Welcome to Ritual the Podcast, your cottage in the woods, a sacred space for the witches, the healers, the magical folk to meet and speak of wisdom, witchery and old world magic, where people come to learn, to hear stories, to share secrets and to be free to be their true selves. Welcome to Ritual. Hello and welcome back to Ritual. My name is Amy Harvey and I am very excited that you're back with me um, in this amazing new space that I am creating alongside you. So thank you again for joining me. Uh, It's just me this week. I'm all by myself, Uh, which is fine, which is cool. I think what I'm going to try and do with the podcast is do like a um, a rotation. So like one week it will just be with me. The next week will be with a guest. And that way it's kind of a nice flow of, you know, one week is information. The next week is a chat. So I think for now that's probably how I'm going to roll with it. Uh, but yeah, I hope you've all had a really good week. Uh, thank you for your beautiful feedback uh, after the last episode with Stephanie Keith from Law of Attraction Tribe. She's a total boss babe and I, I love her. She just has the most amazing mind. So um, yeah, you guys seem to really resonate with her as well and, and learn a lot because the, the world of um, manifesting in Law of Attraction is deep. But I think really interesting and really fun when you when you connect in. So I'm really glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, I've had a good week. We've actually we've just been having so many like birthday parties and things on in our in all our weekends. And this weekend we just made like a conscious effort to not do anything. Um, I think especially for me, I've mentioned this before, I call myself an extroverted introvert. So whilst I may appear to be quite talkative and confident and and extroverted, in my heart, I'm a total introvert and I recharge uh, by myself. I need that time alone. Otherwise, I feel like that's kind of how I process things. So when I'm around a lot of people for a long period of time, I just get really drained and frazzled where like Patty, um, my husband is the opposite. He's a total extrovert and he thrives on being uh, in social, you know, situations. And yeah, we've, we've managed to find a nice balance where we're like, you go out and see people and I'm going to hibernate alone. (laughs) And we're both like, yep, I'm happy. Um, so yeah, we've kind of had a nice, nice chill weekend and I feel a little bit more recharge going into this week. Um, now for this episode, what I wanted to do was to really bring it back to the beginning. Um, because obviously, you know, I've explained my story as a witch. Um, but I thought I would go over what witchcraft actually is, And then one of the most frequent questions I get is, how do I begin my journey into it? 
And I thought I would have a quick chat about that because it can be quite an overwhelming thing when you're first coming into that path. Um, there's so much information. It's I, I think it's almost like a rabbit warren of information because this one entrance leads to so many different pathways and each pathway has its own little paths that come off it and it can just be really like whoa what am I getting myself into so I thought today I would kind of go over that briefly um, and then also give my thoughts on how you could begin your path in the least overwhelming and most constructive way Um, so the question is what is witchcraft it's quite it is quite a difficult one to answer um, and actually, before I I wrote down my own definition, I looked it up online to see like what what it was in like the dictionary and and all those places. Like what what do they say witchcraft is? And it was actually the most like uh, what what would how would you say? I guess bizarre thing to read because it's so not connected with reality. For example, these are the three the first three definitions I found. Uh, It says witchcraft, the practice of magic, especially black magic, used to harm others. The next one is witchcraft, traditionally the exercise or invocation of alleged supernatural powers to control people or events. And then the next one, witchcraft, a perceived facility to summon evil spirits and demons to do harm to others. Now, if you were already skeptical coming into this, I can tell you right now, if you read something like that, you'd go, I think I'm fine (laughs) because that would scare anybody off. And I can tell you confidently from my point that I find all of them completely false. Um, I, I don't resonate with them at all. And I definitely don't think that they encapsulate what witchcraft is. Now, let me just start by saying as well, just like within any, uh, I guess, belief system, you will always find extremists. Um, There are always people who take things too far. It doesn't matter if you're um, a Christian, if you're Muslim, if you're a Buddhist, if it doesn't matter what you believe, there are always people who are at the very extreme level that cause harm um and just like with witchcraft you'll find that as well there are people who are super super deeply into it especially into the black magic part where they heavily revolve around causing harm and cursing and all of that but in general i would say that witchcraft isn't about that at all in saying that um it is a very personal path i feel And I think if you were to have 10 different witches all lined up in a row and you ask them what their definition of witchcraft is, I am very certain that every single one of them would have something different to say. Um, They would have their own interpretation. So I think to answer that, it it is kind of up to you. It's kind of like, you know, those books where you have to pick your own adventure. I think it is kind of like that you there's no real rule book and you kind of pick and choose what resonates the most with you in saying that though um 
I will give what my definition of witchcraft is. And this, again, may resonate with you. You may listen to this and go, I totally disagree. But this is how I feel. Uh, This is what I feel witchcraft kind of encapsulates. So for me, I think that witchcraft is about having a deep connection with nature. Um, It's about honoring the seasonal and lunar cycle. Um, It's about using a a mixture of intention, source energy, herbal and crystal magic to help manifest or heal or clear away or cleanse and protect. Um, It's about honoring deities, guides, ancestors and all other energies that you might have formed a connection with. So that, that could be, you know, anything from like fairies to spirit animals to um spirits who have passed or anything like that and then really it i think it's just generally trying to be a really good person i think there's a lot of respect in witchcraft not only for each other but for the planet for animals for plants and for ourselves um so that's my definition that's how i think witchcraft should be again it's just my opinion and what you may feel and what you may come to create yourself might be different. Um, So then witchcraft, once you get into that part, it can break up into different paths. So for example, you might get kitchen witchery, green witchery, hedge witchery, lunar, sea. Um, And then there are some people who work solely with fey energy And then you might have people who are really deeply connected to the Norse pantheon. Um, But then you can get people who are eclectic witches. And basically that means that they take little bits from each pathway and they form their own path because they kind of resonate with a little bit of everything. And I don't think that that, that's a bad thing at all. I think over time, as you evolve, you'll always drift around and really be connected with something and then eventually you'll kind of move a different way and you'll find more you know you might be deeply into crystals and because maybe you need healing and then once that healing has happened you feel like you really need to connect more with the moon because now that you have been healed you're more open to that and that's the kind of magic you need more of your life. So I think being eclectic and kind of picking and choosing whatever is is good for you at that time is a really beautiful practice in itself. Um, now then you may have also heard of Wicca. Um, people who follow Wicca are called Wiccan. Um, and basically Wicca is a more modern pagan religion Um, it was created and introduced in i think it was like the 50s by gerald gardner and he's known as the father of wicca Um, now this is again this is a very brief introduction to this so i'm not going to deep dive too much into everything to do with wicca but and i will i will actually do separate episodes that are more deep diving into you know like kitchen witchery and sea witchery and we can talk more about the practices and the elements that you might work with and all of that but for today it's very brief Um, now wiccans they will typically uh, worship and work with one or more deities so they are very connected to deities and they do a lot of deity work Um, so that's like gods and goddesses 
Um, and they also work very much with the witch's wheel of the year. So they will typically celebrate all eight sabbats um, and work very closely with them. Uh, now, witchcraft and Wicca, there, there is sometimes a little bit of controversy with it. Like witches will say that Wiccans aren't the same thing, where Wiccans are like basically the same thing. Um, to me, I kind of see it as same, same, but different. Um, whatever. I don't see anything wrong with anybody. But there can be a bit of controversy. But basically, the difference is between Wiccans and witchcraft is that Wicca is a religion where witchcraft is considered a practice. And then Wiccans also follow the Wiccan read, um, which basically encapsulates their key moral system and what they stand for. It's almost like a, a rule book um, where witchcraft can be a little bit more flexible, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, that's probably the best way of looking at it. So how do you do witchcraft? Well, there are many ways. <laughs> it's, a, again, a very difficult question to answer. Um, but there are many, many, many ways that you can do witchcraft. Uh, witches will often set up an altar. It's like a sacred space where they can sit. Uh, they can meditate. They can do rituals and spell work there. They do their divination. They lay offerings. Um, it's kind of like their, their spot to do that work. And you can have one altar or you can have five. It really depends on you. I myself have one main one, but then I also have an abundance altar in my office um, because that's where Patty and I will, will mostly work on both of our businesses. Um, and so we feel like the abundance altar should be around there because that's kind of where the abundance comes from is, you know, thinking of new ideas and working and doing podcasts and all that it all congregates around there so that's where we have our abundance altar um so really again it's very much up to you um and so you can also keep all your magical tools around there as well so they might include a wand anathema um some certain crystals some candles a cauldron uh, you can keep, you know, your cards there if you want to. Um, but your altar is kind of like your space to to congregate all those things around where you go to recharge your tools as well. Because the idea is that your altar space builds up energy over time. The more you're there, the more it builds up. Um, and so leaving tools and stuff there, in turn, they also build up energy. Um, now, spell work, again, this can come in very many shapes and forms. Um, common magic that you would see in spell work is things like spell jars, charm bags, talismans uh, that could be scrying. So, you know, using like a black mirror, divination, using tarot or oracle cards or runes or um, tassiography, which is reading tea leaves. Um you could also, you know, it's like tuning into different energies as well. And that could be, you know, uh, tuning in with elementals. It could be tuning in with the cycles of the moon. It could be uh, communing with ancestors. It can, it can be so many different things. Um, so that's a very basic look at what spell work can entail. Uh, now you will get some witches who work in a group. 
Uh, this is known as a coven. And basically, they will do all their ritual work together. Um, they're often very secretive. So it's not like you can just, you know, jump online and find a coven. They will often invite you rather than you go and invite yourself. Um, and they, they have their own set of rules and how things work. Um, but then you also get witches who are solitary. And that basically means that they... They may, they may be involved in like a witchy community, but overall they prefer to do their spell and ritual work alone, uh, which is what I do. I have lots of witchy friends um, and sometimes I will go to an open circle, which is basically where people go to celebrate, could be Mabin or, you know, the full moon or something. But if I want to do spell work or anything like that, I will do that by myself. Whoop! So I hope that made sense. Again, that was a very basic outline of what witchcraft is. You could go on and on and on and on and on and on, but I'm not going to do that today. I just wanted to give you the basic outline. And so now we get to the question, how do you begin? Now, I do get this question a lot. And like I've said before, it is very personal, but I will give you my tips on how uh, I began and also some things that I found that really helped me find my way. The first thing I would do is really connect with your intuition, like that gut feeling you get of, you know, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll be walking down a street and you get that feeling of something isn't right here or you meet someone, you go, I'm just not vibing with that person. That's your gut feeling. That's your intuition you i think the more deeper you dive into witchcraft the more you have you build that connection to your intuition and it starts at the very beginning of your journey so what i would do is i i always recommend that people read read as much as you can because there's so much to learn um, and there's so many different ways of doing the same thing. So I think it's really important to open up your mind to all the different possibilities that are out there. Give yourself um, almost like a buffet of choice of, you know, if I'm going to piece together this adventure, what is it that I'm going to place in front of me that's going to be, you know, that's going to benefit me the most, that's going to fulfill me the most? Because like I said before, there's no rules of how to do this. My only rule is to basically not harm anyone, like don't be a dick about it. Um, but if you're doing things that fulfill you and make you feel good and they make your life more successful, they make you feel stronger, they make you healthier, then seriously, like go for it. As long as you're not hurting anybody, there's no issue at all. So I would start by reading. I, I'd start by reading something very general, like a book like... um. You know, like the modern guide to witchcraft is good because it covers all the basics. It's not really concentrating on one aspect of witchcraft. It's more like here is everything. I'd start off with a very basic coverage. And then I would sit and I would think about what it is that you're really drawn to. Because, I mean, I'm guilty of this where I'm like, I need to know everything about everything right now. And then I get so overwhelmed and I'm like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. This is too much. So I would really go, okay, what do I feel really interested in? What's like really jumping out to me? And this is where your intuition comes into play. 
So when you're reading these books, is there something that like a chapter that you turn to that you went, oh, I'm really interested about this chapter. I'm excited to read it. So that could be maybe you turn into a chapter that's about green witchery and herbs and, you know, plant magic. Did you go, oh, I really want to learn more about that. Or did you go into a chapter where they talked about crystals and you felt yourself like sit up a little bit and go, yes, I want to know about this. Um, Or were you going, I just want to know, like, what is each phase of the moon about? Like what that really interests me, like just really sit and think about it. Like what was it that sparked your attention immediately? And I would pick maybe two or three things and I would concentrate on them. And then you can go and you can find books that are solely about that area. Like I think if you're going to do something, you do it well. So if it's the moon, you find books on lunar magic. If it's green witchery, you you read books like The Green Witch. Um, If it's crystals, get a crystal encyclopedia and books about how to incorporate crystals into your life. You know, if it's Norse paganism, read about that. Like find the thing that interests you because you will be more motivated to learn more and it's funny because like there are some things I thought I would never care about like I I'm trying to think of an example okay so for me um I was never really interested in the goddess Hecate I was always like meh like I know I know a lot of people are really into her and and she's just not for me um And then I'd say a few years into my journey as a witch, I, she just popped into my mind just randomly. And then I started seeing her everywhere. It would be if I went on to some witchy group they were talking about, or if I went on Pinterest, there was a picture of her. Um, She would show up in my Instagram. And then I was like, okay, well, obviously maybe she's trying to say hello. And now she's probably... I, I work with three main deities and she is one of the main ones because the connection that I built with her was so strong and it was something that I was so, um, I didn't expect. So you will change and, and morph around and your path will, you know, go in all different crazy ways and you will end up learning all the things. But don't like overwhelm yourself at the beginning because some witches just... They try and do that and then they just kind of, yeah, they just lose interest because they're like too too hard basket. Um, So yeah, just pick two or three things and start there. Uh, Another really good thing that helped me a lot was finding a witchy community. Um, So this could be anything from like an online group. There's so many groups on Facebook. Um, Just be wary of some because you can get a few negative Nancys in them and people who like to kind of put other witches down. So really try and find one that has a nice, strong, positive vibe about it. I'm really encouraging, you know, if someone asks questions, you get constructive comments. You don't get, you know, you know what I mean? There's always, there's always those people. Um, So try and find a nice, like positive space because there are a lot of really good groups out there. Um, do classes that's what that's how I started was finding a school that ran classes so I was around people who were just like me they were learning as well so there was no real judgment or like competition between anyone because we're like we're all new none of us have any idea what what this is Um, and that can be a really fun environment because you 
are just around people who are really like-minded and you can just feel safe to be yourself and to ask the questions and and just get involved um but again just make sure it's a really positive space you know again trust your intuition like if you walk into a classroom do you feel safe um do the people who are there do they make you feel comfortable um and if there's someone there who you really vibe with like swap numbers and you can ask each other questions and and all of that like i strongly recommend just having a few like-minded people like that will really help your witchy confidence grow Um, Another thing that you can do once you're beginning as well is start your book of shadows, which is basically like a witch's notebook for all their knowledge. And I think think it's a really good exercise because you start, you know, on page one and eventually you start to see the pages fill up and you can see all the knowledge that you've gained. And it's kind of cool because you go, wow, I can see like my journey. I can see how I've really started to dive deeper in and my knowledge has started to expand and it gives you again that confidence going I'm really doing it like I'm really learning about it I'm really like integrating it into my life and you can always refer back to those books and make it as personal as you want like I I have two um, books of book of shadows Um, one I have like all my information and then the other one is where I put all my spells like that's just how I do it I I don't know why I was just really drawn to doing it that way Um, but I really love making the pages really beautiful like I have all these cool pictures and you know you do all the drawings and you just have so much fun with it and I think having something like that is such a fun exercise to just like make it your own and again it's like that's your magical space you can do whatever the hell you want there you can write whatever you want you can write you know down the information that or the stories of something that's happened to you again and no one's going to read it and go that sounds stupid like it's your safe space to create and do whatever you want so i highly recommend creating a book of shadows that's completely your own and your own safe space to share whatever you want um and again it's just going at your own pace like don't storm through because you have to learn everything immediately and just get completely overwhelmed like take your time it's such a mindful practice like it really truly is and if you embrace it that way you'll just see so much beauty in it and it's very relaxing it is in my mind anyway like I think taking that time to sit and like light a candle and burn some herbs and watch the smoke like that in itself is a magical practice just watching the smoke like fly through the air and smelling the herbs and watching the candle melt that is all a magical practice and it just slows you down and it really connects you in and if you just rush through it, like you wouldn't experience any of that. You wouldn't notice the beauty in a candle. You wouldn't notice the cool shapes the smoke makes or the smells of all the different herbs. You would just go, yeah, it's done now. What's next? And it, it misses the point. So just really go at your own pace and don't force something to happen. You know, don't, don't, if you don't understand something, don't pretend that you do like everybody's learning everybody even me like I have 20 books downstairs of things like not magic like I know nothing about not magic and I am busting to learn 
you know, everybody is learning. So don't force yourself to be something that you're not. And that's that goes back again to having a good, um, you know, good people around you. Because if you have questions, you feel safe to ask them because they'll ask you questions as well. And if you don't know something, you don't know it. So you ask it and then you do. There's no judgment and there shouldn't be. So just really like it's it's your it's your journey. So just embrace it and don't let anything or anyone alter that for you. And my my biggest thing, my biggest advice would be this. There will be a lot of doubt that comes in and out all the time. And this could be with, you know, doing spell work. This could be with um when you're doing divination you go did I do that like did I just pick that card or was it really a message like if you see a feather on the ground you go is it just a feather does it mean anything like you can you can put yourself down and squash your intuition all the time with everything so I remember a teacher once told me this and it's always stuck with me and I always say this to people the best way to begin is to be open to everything. Maybe it was a coincidence, but you're going to tell yourself that it wasn't. That actually happened. And that that was a message and you did see something and you did feel something. And when you did that meditation, you did, you, you know, maybe you did go there. Maybe you did hear something. Maybe you felt someone hug you. It's all yes. Always say Yes, because the more open you become, the more open you are and the more messages will start to come in, the more your intuition will will open up and really pick up on so much magic that's around you. But if you're constantly shutting it down, saying that's not real, that never happened, maybe I felt that, maybe I didn't, nothing will happen, nothing will grow. You need to give things time and space to grow. It's like if you have a plant, you can't just put a seed in the ground and go, it'll grow, unless it's a weed, in in which case it will. But if you want something really beautiful to grow, you need to nurture it, you need to water it, and you need to give it the space and time to bloom, to grow roots, to shoot out of the, of the soil, to grow its leaves, and then it's going to eventually bloom. And that's just like your practice. You need to be open to everything and allow magic to come into your life. And I can guarantee you, if you have that open state of mind, amazing things will happen. Truly, truly, truly they will. So that's probably my biggest advice. Um, I hope that that was helpful to you guys. It is such a big topic and I just wanted to briefly go over it today. I mean, I say briefly, I've been talking for about 30 minutes, so it's not that brief, but um, I really hope it helped for those people that needed to hear that. And I hope that you understood it because I don't know, I was getting a lot of information out in a very short amount of time. Um, But if you do have any questions, um, you know, feel free to ask me. That's what I'm, I'm here for. Um, now, I have mentioned this before. I have started up a Patreon and that is kind of like a space for learning. That's partly one of the reasons why I created it is because I get questions all the time. And I'm so, I'm so grateful that you guys want to ask me because I'm more than happy to help out. 
but I really wanted to, I felt really called that my next space was to be somewhere that people could go and learn um, and they could feel comfortable to ask questions and also people can go there to meet other people who are in the exact same position or maybe they know a little bit more and then they have something that they can share with you or maybe they have even less and you can be the one who can who can help them you know it's I really wanted Patreon to be that safe space for people because obviously here on the podcast you can you know listen to me or to listen to all these amazing guests that I have but in in that space we can really connect and I've got things like um I've got all these really cool witchy pdfs I've made up um like this month it's going to be all about reading tea leaves and I share like books that really helped me on my journey or that I've just read that I really recommend um I've got things like every month I deep dive into a, a herb or a crystal. So if you're really, if you really, really resonate with them, like that's a really cool space for that. But then we also have our own Facebook group, like what I mentioned before. Um, and that is only for members of Patreon. And there's some really cool people on there. Like some of these people I have had around from when I began Wiccan Sage and it's a really safe space. Like I have said, I, I will not tolerate any bullying, any negative energy. I just won't tolerate it at all. Like it's purely positive, encouraging, constructive. Um, so if that's something that you're searching for, if you want that witchy community, like I highly recommend jumping over there because it's going to be really fun. We're going to have some lives and chat with each other and all that stuff so I'm super excited for that so if that's something you're keen for definitely jump over um also if you it's also a really good way to support the show um and if you want to sponsor the show there's a little spot for you there but anyway that's patreon um so yeah I hope that helped and I hope that was enjoyable I um I really I really liked actually diving into that and kind of reminding myself what my path is because sometimes you can get a little bit lost in, in in your own journey so to take it back and to re-read like this is what witchcraft is was actually quite an interesting experience and was like yeah that's what it is you're right um so anyway thank you so much for listening i i hope you enjoyed it i have a, another beautiful guest who will be joining me next week so definitely if you're keen subscribe like the show And uh, I would see you then. Have a great week, guys. Bye.